Hey, movie fans. Welcome to a new show by the Does It Hold Up crew. I'm Adam. And I'm Emily. And in this series, which you can still find under the Does It Hold Up podcast, is going to be all about sequels and reboots. So in our main show, we talk about movies, old movies, and we decide if they still hold up to today's standards. Well, if they don't hold up, if that's what we decide on, we're going to pitch you a reboot and how we can make it hold up. If they do hold up, though, we want to talk about sequels, because obviously we liked that world and we probably want more from it. So last Friday, go back, listen to that episode, before this episode, no cheating, last <laughs> Friday we talked about 1985's Tim Curry starring Clue. Yes. Great movie. Oh, wonderful. Great, weird, little black comedy all good we we sing its praises but we also had some problems with it so make sure again go watch the other episode listen to it not watch and then because it held up we are each going to pitch you a sequel yes that we would like to see then when you're done listening to this hop on over on twitter follow us at does it hold up one three let us know what you thought about each of our sequel ideas which one you like more? Which one totally you want to see? Yes, totally hers. <laughs> um, and pitch us your own sequel. We'd love to hear what you guys think. All right, so she's going to start us off. Save the best for last. Oh, sure. Yeah, so why don't you go ahead and start us off. What is your sequel to the black comedy Clue from 1985? My sequel deals directly with ending C. And if you don't remember... All the endings. I know it's a little crazy to remember which ones are which. But it's the final ending in which everyone had a hand in a murder, except for Mr. Green. In fact, Wadsworth, who Tim Curry plays, is actually the real Mr. Bodie. And Body. Body. Oh my god, I don't know why I always say Bodie. Uh, the real Mr. Body. And the Mr. Body that they killed happens to be his butler. That is the main crux of my sequel. It is the child of Mr. Body being absolutely pissed that... Pissed. So pissed. So pissed. Peeved, even. Oh, he's <laughs> peeved. I don't, I don't even know if I can handle... This is rated R. He's peeved. I know. Okay. I know. So he, he's angry at everything that happened, why his father died for absolutely nothing for doing his job. So he takes it upon himself to find people just like those who murdered his father and collect them and basically do to them what they did to his father. Wait, wait, hold on. Collect them? Invite them to another soiree. Oh, okay. I was like, are they baseball cards? Are he, they valuable? He collects oh, yeah. them? He's a collector. Or is he like a weird serial killer who has to collect pieces of them? I mean... I don't know. Okay. So basically so, he goes around, starts picking them off, in the same vein of Clue, mainly because he's not very good at what he does. He hasn't, like, planned everything out. It's more so, like, he's planned a bit of it, but not he all of it. He got them there. He got them there. And then once he saw how treacherous they really are. So, okay, so, walk, what do you mean people like the people who killed his father? Basically, they have the same idea of, like... They're doing the same bad things that like sharing the originals. government secrets. Yes, like 
Like that, like uh, almost running a brothel, killing your past husbands, like that okay. sort of thing. So they're kind of in that same vein of like... Yes. Okay. Basically... But instead of blackmail, he decides that he needs to kill them? Yeah, because he thinks everyone didn't get enough of a sentence the first time around. And since he can't really get all of them, since, you know, some of them have since died... So he's, he's... a psychopath. Yes. Who's not even taking revenge on people who had a hand in his father's murder he's taking revenge on people who remind him of those people i mean for all we know he took he killed the people that were from the original one and he's just done this over and over and over again just constantly finding these people yeah i mean it is a dark comedy (laughs) oh this is is, i don't even hear the comedy in this this is just dark well it's how just killing random people because his father died yes Wow, okay. Yeah. Oh, he's, okay, psychopath. Got yeah. it. But Ooh. he makes them all take the same names and everything. Like, he's So he's methodical. just obsessed with that night. Yes. Wow. I mean, it's the night that killed his father for doing get, his job. Get, get over it. No. Grow, grow up. No, they all must suffer. If your father probably wasn't innocent, right? <laughs> he had something to do, I don't know. He had something to do with it. I just haven't figured it out yet. <laughs> okay, interesting, interesting. Um... Yeah, it seems like you're kind of bypassing the comedy a little bit, other than, like, maybe he kills them in funny ways or something weird. Yeah, because I th- I, in my head, I they definitely go for the, like, ooh, they we don't know who's killing people, obviously. It's that whole murder mystery part. But it is the same vein of, like, someone dies in the dark and, oh, no, we're going to run over here try to figure out what happened similar in that sort of comedy because the original clue was you know kind of dark because people were dying the comedy only really came from their little witticisms came from everything the movie's hilarious i know so even the way people die is funny so it's that sort of humor so i think it could work okay it's very it's definitely darker but it's you know the world is darker now and i get it (laughs) my my issue i'm having currently is it seems like a very loose connection to the first one because it's just this one person who's upset his father died murders a bunch of new people. In similar ways. Yeah. With similar weapons. Okay, okay. I'd, At the same house. I mean, to be I'd watch it. i watch everything. I'd watch it. Um, <laughs> who do you got in mind? Do you have any actors, actresses, anybody in mind for these roles? I do, and some of them are way out there maybe because I wasn't, like, super highly focused on you know ages but um for mrs peacock i have a jamie lee curtis i think she can be kooky enough to do it okay um mrs white i have Charlize theron okay because she has to be a black widow uh miss scarlet i have either margot robbie or anne hathaway i think either one could kind of be that femme fatale nah i gotta pick one who's your cast (sighs) I, i guess margot robbie okay uh, the maid I have, uh, I would probably put as Samara Weaving, simply because then you can add, have funny jokes about them being, like, the same person. Okay, okay. Uh, I have Wadsworth as a Mark Ruffalo, though I'm, I have a giant question mark right next to it, because I'm like, I don't know if he could do the goofy. Okay. Um, Colonel Mustard, I have my favorite, Nathan Fillion. As always. And uh, Professor Plum, I have as Bill Hader. Just 
throwing that name out there. I think he can be goofy and dark enough for this. Uh, can he be pervy enough though? I mean, if are they supposed yeah. to be like similar in vein? Like, yes. So, dude, Professor I mean, Plum is supposed to be a pervy dude. Yes. And Miss Scarlet's gonna be like a brothel lady. Yes. In years. Yeah. Miss Peacock can be a kooky old woman. Yeah. Okay. So we're just literally recasting. Pretty the, the much. Same okay. But okay. obviously not the same people, but in the same vein. That, sure, that's, sure, sure. His whole thing is these grim people. Right. Yeah, I, I got it. And then we have Mr. Green as a Dylan O'Brien, if they can kind of age him up a little bit. Uh, I don't love that one. I, I, I'm, I'm with I kind of figured you wouldn't. I just love him, and like I, this is the one where I'm like, I didn't think about the age enough. Yeah, he's I, a little young. Yeah, he's a little young. I mean, to be that thirty-seven. This is the one I want to be. Unless you're the child I mean, you of Mr. Always, Body, you could always date it. It doesn't have to be modern, as in like happens in 2022. True. You could be like it happened in 2008. You don't know. That's true. Okay. Okay, I I like your pitch. I, I like your pitch. Seems more like a reboot, though. If we're gonna be like hit kind of the same stuff again, and we're we're recasting exact same roles in the same vein, seems almost like a reboot more than a sequel. I mean, have you seen Star Wars? Yeah, but that wasn't like Force Awakens. It wasn't like Rey was given the name Luke and did exactly Luke stuff. She didn't grow up in the same way. She didn't have the same secrets. But. Those names weren't their actual names, so that's how you get away with it. I think not having those names in there it's not, it's is not, the not na- as close But it's not the names that bother me. It's the idea that they have the same secrets and then get the same name. So, like, your Miss Scarlet runs a brothel just like the original Miss Scarlet. You're basically it doesn't just have to doing... be exact. I just mean it's people of the same vein. I, it's a little stretch. I'll take it. I accept mm-hmm. it. I accept it. Mm-hmm. Just seems a little more like a you want to reboot the movie. More than no. sequel it. Okay. All right. That's that's fine. Uh-huh. All right. My turn. Here comes the good pitch. Oh, okay. yeah. The good mm-hmm. one here. You can just right. turn it off now. It's, just, it's fine. Um, <laughs> all right. So, in my sequel, what we were supposed to be making here. Uh-huh. Mine's is, a legit sequel. Mm-hmm. So, in mine... These were all high-powered people in 1985 when this movie came out. They all work for the government in some way or cater to the government. So, are they really going away for that long? Yes. They murdered a few, like, a maid and a, and a, and a guy, it's a, a driver. still murder. Yeah, yeah, they're still not going away for a long time. The FBI cracked in on them. Yes, they're going away. Now, they'll cut deals. It'll be fine. So, in my sequel, they, they're out of prison in, like, 15 years. 10, 15 years. Right, like somewhere in that range. And then they all go on to have families. They all go to like start families, start a new career, blah, blah, blah. But Mr. Green, who's the FBI agent, because I'm also going off of ending C. Mm-hmm. Mr. Green's keeping an eye on all of them. He's he's senior class FBI now. Like he sits behind a desk. He doesn't do grunt work anymore. Like he's head. He's up there. But he keeps an eye on all of them because... He knows maybe they're still up to something weird. And to go through everything he went through in the first movie, he's still a little traumatized and just, he wants to keep an eye on them. And they all go about doing their things. And then one day, Mrs. Peacock's kid, who's, what, like, probably 40 now in my sequel, puts together all the kids from all of the other people. Miss Scarlet's kids... Professor Plum's kids. I might even have, like, Plum and Miss Scarlet have kids together. Maybe they're together now. 
knows? Oh, gosh. But he puts together all their kids because he knows his mom, Miss Peacock, is still doing dirty work. She still has secrets. She still she looks spiffy clean on the outside, but she's still dirty behind the scenes. Okay. And he doesn't like it. He's like, Mom, you went to prison already. Like, what are you doing? So he starts reaching out to everybody else, and he's like, do you think your parents... So they form a little group to figure out the actual secrets, the new secrets of their parents. Well, Mr. Green's been watching this whole time, and he sees this group of kids come together, and he thinks, oh, God, they're up to no good. Young 20, 30-year-old kids, and they're from people who are evil, who are mean, who went to jail. So they're doing something evil. And so he starts trying to track them down. Well, at the same time, they're trying to expose their parents' secrets and take them down. And then we get a bunch of hilarious gags. When Mr. Green realizes that the kids are also trying to take down the parents, they work together to take them down. So they start dropping little clues like sending them presents. And the presents are the gifts that they got from the original clue. They drop in little notes. They wear a maid outfit. One of the daughters wears a maid outfit when she's visiting her parents' house. Like, you get these little nods and subtle things. But you also get the original cast, those of us, those of whom are still with us, you know. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, we have lost one. Um, But we get them reprising their exact roles in cameos. They're not the main focus. It's the kids' story now. And even Mr. Green, all cameos, and that's my sequel. They come together to take them all down and send them right back to prison because they're still up to no good. See, I just... It doesn't feel like it would be a successor to Clue. Why not? Like, I don't think you can keep that same level of humor and, like, wackiness that made Clue wonderful. I mean, have you ever seen, like, Catch That Kid on the old Disney movie and stuff? Like, it's that's not that kind of comedy. that comedy at but all. But this one is. This one doesn't have to be an exact black comedy. I just comedy. think those kind of comedies only really work well when you're in a, like, a singular setting in with a singular day. Nah. I think going well, over time is. and over... Well, like, who says it has to be over time? Maybe they just... Maybe it takes place over, like, the course of a day or two. Where they're all trying to take each other That is a lot of work to do is in it one day. Yes. Is it? If you want to have maybe all these little been, side quests. Maybe they've been prepping it for like a year and we just kind of get a montage at the beginning of them. Like we get a montage of them getting it all together and then the bulk of the movie takes place over like two days when it all comes together. My major question too is how did they find out about this and like how did eh, they people, find each other? People talk. Internet. And they Come all on. happen to have kids. Maybe they don't all have kids. It's one of those. Maybe we don't, you know what, Miss White, unfortunately we lost the actress who played Miss White, so she doesn't have kids. She's out. Okay. So we don't have kids there. That's just my worry, is like, it doesn't feel like a almost spiritual successor. You can turn it into a black comedy pretty quick. Okay. I'll trust your vision on that. It doesn't have to be like, (laughs) we're goofy. (laughs) They weren't like that in the original No, but that's what I'm saying. Like, you're you're trying to come at my sequel, like, it's going to be a goofy comedy, no, it's no. about kids finding all the dark secrets of their parents and taking them down by freaking them out with comments and actions from that fateful night that they all got arrested. Mind you... That's black comedy to me. 
the word kids it might be what is right, kicking fine. in my head the because children. it's the, the ch- children because they're not actually kids no, anymore they're, they're all, all like in their 20s 30s early 30s or 40s yeah exactly all late 20s early 30s i'm just calling them kids because it is their kids yeah you know but so when as soon as you put kids in my head i'm like oh this is gonna be a disney right. channel they're, original movie they're children and then you just get great cameos from like the original cast the only person that you can't bring back is tim curry because he actually dies in Clue. Spoilers. <laughs> um, he dies in the original Clue. So, like, he's not a part of this. So, it's just Miss Scarlet, Plum, Mustard, Peacock. They're kids. Okay. They're children. And then Mr. Green gets to kind of, like, be on the outskirts, kind of overseeing everything. So, we get some great comedic moments of him trying to be like, what are these kids doing? You know, old man yells at <laughs> Cloud kind of stuff. And then... He ends up joining them and giving them the tools or helping them. Maybe he's the one that helps leak the information to them to get them to take down their parents again. Could be. I can see it. Do you have any cast in mind? So, I love Josh Hartnett. He's, like, one of my favorites of all time. And he definitely needs to be in more thing. So, I feel like he needs to be Mustard's kid. Okay. Kind of more of, like, the stoic army type guy, you know. So Josh Hartnett there. Um, I love Samara Weaving, so let's make her Miss Scarlet's child. Okay. Because I think she's just fantastic in a lot of things, too. Again, very underrated. I'm not really up on, like, some of the younger people. So You don't have to be all that younger. No, I know. Because they need to be in their 30s, 40s. But even then, it's like, who do you pick? You know, I'd want to kind of go outside the box and maybe get some some fresh faces. Maybe, you know... Uh, Professor Plum never had a kid of himself, but he adopted one. So, like, Justice Smith gets to come in and do so. Mr. Green. Mr. Green adopted a kid. Mr. Yeah. Green's kid is Justice Smith. Okay. And he gets to, like, not really be a part of the main crew taking him down, but he gets to work with his dad to kind of help do that whole thing. And that's how they're connected. So there's some names in there that I kind of want to drop, but I want to go out and just find, like, the fresh face. Who had like Daisy Ridley? Who were you before Star Wars? Star Wars made you a household name. Sure, she wasn't as uh, nobody as they wanted because yeah, know, absolutely. That whole thing. Absolutely, let's not go into that. <laughs> but yeah, so like that kind of fresh face. Like maybe you've done a few little indie things, but like this is going to be your big breakout role. Get a couple of those, and then just Josh Hartnett. Throw him in there. Love him. Throw him in there. I don't even care what he plays. <laughs> He could be the bus driver at a scene. I don't care. Get him work. <laughs> All right. That's Get him fair. Work. So, yeah, that's my sequel. I think you got to go outside the box a little more. I think if you just repeat beats of Clue, you know, you're not really expanding the story. You're kind of just retelling it. Yeah, but I think if you don't hit enough beats, especially being a legacy sequel people would just be like oh this is its own thing it has nothing to do with the movie well, from I, th- before. I think about like bill and ted face the music the legacy sequel that just came out last year mm-hmm. it's still just about these two guys but now it's about their their children and how they're the ones gonna make music to to change the world but that was originally bill and ted's type of thing but they're not really like we see them a lot in the movie but the main crux isn't like the first two movies at all one movie they travel through hell and the other movie they travel through time and then this one's about how they need to create the best song ever that will bring peace to the world but it's still all just about that music 
No, but it's the first two movies aren't about their music. The first two movies are they're trying to do a, a history project for school. <laughs> the second one they're traveling through, and that's where you get a clue. <laughs> clue <laughs> about, like, they're going to write this epic song. But the whole movie doesn't focus around that. It's just, like, one scene in this movie. And yeah. then they turned that one scene into an entire sequel. Okay. So that's kind of what I'm going for. It's like you got to take just a piece of that first one and tell a new story with it. That was my piece is, you know. But then you Mr. put them Mike. back in, like, the same house, the yeah. same names, the same... Come on. Ugh. I think yours is just too far outside the box. It's like, it's definitely getting to be a totally different feel of a movie. Uh, sure. It's not even a, a whodunit anymore. No, it doesn't have to be. Then how do you call it Clue? Because it's related to the events of Clue. Ugh. I feel like you're stretching. It's like Clue 2, Electric Boogaloo. Like, just <laughs> deal with it. That's what it is. Ugh. Oh, come on. <laughs> you're pitching a reboot and you're going to make fun of my sequel? Are you kidding me right now? Fine, 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 fine. That's it. You heard both pitches. Yes. So now you need to... Tell him over, how his is better. Go over on Twitter or TikTok or Instagram or find us on Facebook um, everything is at does it hold up, except for Facebook is at does it ho- just does it hold up. Twitter and Instagram are does it hold up one three, and TikTok is does it hold up underscore between each word, because every single one of those platforms for some reason does it hold up was already taken in some form, and it all needed to change. Yeah, ridiculous. Um, didn't know this was such a popular concept. Does it hold up? <laughs> But yeah, so go over, follow us on all those things. Hit us up on Twitter. Let us know what you thought about our pitches, which one you liked better. Pitch us your own sequel. Can't wait to hear them. Because they're probably going to be like 10 times better. Oh, they're going to be so much better than ours. (laughs) Ours were, oh boy. Yeah, we're going to get better at this. Um, So, but in the meantime, guys, check out our main channel or our main show. Just add it at Does It Hold Up? New episodes every Friday. You can expect these sequel reboot shows every Tuesday. So that gives you time. So when you listen to the podcast on Friday, over the weekend, watch the movie so that when you listen to our sequel reboot, you'll know what we're talking about and you can pitch your own. Mm-hmm. And then in the meantime, guys, you know the drill. Keep watching movies. Bye.